in the uh, summer, well, Memorial Day is the date that my brother passed away from COVID. And I had to be still. I am a constant mover and shaker and to have to go through two months of being still, going back to work for a week and then being still again. It was is very difficult for me. You're listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch. Happy Thanksgiving. I am so excited to be here. No, I'm not coming from San Francisco, but that's my virtual background. For those of you that are going to be listening on my podcast, you won't see that. But for those of you that are watching on Facebook Live, thanks for being here. I am so excited and welcome to my Zoom Facebook Live recording of episode 45, The Power of Praise and Overcoming Adversity God's story. That's a mouthful. This is Michelle Saunders Gutch, as Michael shared, your God's storytelling host. And I'm the founder of Altered Stories Ministry. Many of you know that, but I'm going to share it again. Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based nonprofit that helps Christian women share their God's stories so women around the world can hear them. And friends, we are around the world. We are in 27 countries, and we have a ton of listeners in India, about 400, and it's growing too. So exciting. So, hey, friends, I am so excited to be here, and I get the blessing and the honor to bring on my special friend and guest co-host from Kansas City, Shay Sparks. And Shay's a former podcast guest. You can listen to her God story on episode seven. And she's a certified fearless coach and podcast host of the power of investing in people. We are going to be today discussing a very important topic, one that you may have never, ever thought about or heard about. And this is how the power of praise can help in overcoming adversity and how praise can help you overcome your struggles in ways you could never imagine. So hello, Shay. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks for being a co-host guest. How are you? Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really great. It's Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and I am so about you guys or anyone who's watching or listening, but I'm excited for Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. You know, it's interesting. It's mine, too. And, and I'm not ready to start the Christmas decorating yet. Oh. I still have all my pilgrims, all my pumpkins, all those things that um, I always enjoy in celebrating Thanksgiving holiday. And You know, before we actually start our discussion on our perspectives on the power of praise and sharing some of our personal stories, can you bring the listeners up to date and those that are watching on Facebook on your happening? Share where you've been, what you're doing around your podcast, some of your coaching, your fire starters project, you know, things like that. Uh, Sure. Thank you for asking. So 2020 for um, most of us has been a very difficult, interesting year to say the least. And as bad things have happened to lots of people uh, and including myself, 
I had some really great things. So I've grown my podcast. I am with Heroes Media Group and they, I'm on their platform as well. And they are producing it and editing it for me and really putting it out to a large audience with a website of over a million viewers every month. And then my most recent creation, I guess you would call, is a co-author book called Firestarters. And it is for solopreneurs, podcasters, coaches, um, other authors, other business solopreneurs, we'll put it that way, people who are, you know, have a story to tell, have really overcome something um, amazing and have are really ready to shine their light and know that they need community in order to do that. And so we kind of created a networking community inside a book and then it allows other people to, to read other people's stories and connect with people they wouldn't normally connect with. Wow, girl, you go. I mean, I'm just so grateful. I've loved seeing all of what you're doing. And didn't you win an award as a top podcast too? Somewhere there was on a list or oh, you? It was on, a, yeah, thank you. It was on a, a list for inspiring and empowering podcasts. Um, and I can't remember who that was through, to be quite honest. It was, uh, it was, it was just a, a mention in an article. I didn't win an award, but thank you for, for thinking yeah. that someday. Um, yes. It was on a list for, um, I think it was influential and inspiring podcast. It's a big deal. You know, just getting on those lists, it's hard getting up the charts. There's so many podcasters out there. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I wanted to, I wanted to mention that. Yeah. So Shay lady, you have got a, quite a God story that includes alcoholism, bullying, abuse that really affected your self-esteem. So to bring, you know, those up to date that have not heard it, can you just at a very high level kind of share your story? And obviously we listeners can go to episode seven or those that are watching today, but you know, let's just bring folks up to date. Sure. So uh, the long story short is um, for the first 34 years of my life, I was just waiting to die. And I was in an abusive relationship right prior to that. And it stems from being very familiar from abuse in childhood. And um, during the, the first 34 years of my life, at some point uh, as a teenage alcoholic, I suffered depression. I was a bully and I was bullied and I had low self-worth and really just didn't even know how to love myself or, um, you know, feel, I didn't even know how to express myself. And so when I got out of that relationship, I really dug in and healed and peeled away the layers to heal. And as I healed the people around me, I started to have different conversations and they started to heal. That is so precious. So, you know, as we're discussing how the power of praise can help um, others overcome adversity, so as you reflect back on what you've encountered, how did your dependency on God and acknowledging your need for Him and surrender of control help you overcome what you encountered? I know earlier on in life you didn't have a faith, but you know it, it, it was one that developed. But ultimately in your healing process, how did you see that? Well, actually, Michelle, I do. I've always had faith. I've always went to church growing up, going to church, and uh, I've always had faith. I've always was a believer. Um, but it it really didn't 
affect me in, in the way that it affects, you know, some people are really invested in their faith. We'll put it that way. I was just kind of going through the motions and, you know, kind of the, the legal way of going through the motions of, of church. And so it wasn't until, well, there was a couple of defining moments for me when I, I got a DUI when I was 16. And the morning after I was like, okay, God, I get it. I am screwed, screwed my life up this much. Um, it's yours. I'm handing it over to you. And now mind you, that wasn't a, that's it. Life changes like the movies, right? That doesn't happen. It's a very slow progression. And I will say that throughout those years between um, 16 to 34, I had just really started to really pray in a, in a different way. Um, when I got into the relationship that I was in for the longest time, I didn't, I didn't pray. I didn't go to church. And when I started back, I started to really focus on him, like fix the boyfriend, fix him, heal him. And then at some point I felt like God just said to me, what about you? Why not pray for you? Why not pray for yourself? And so I started to pray for myself and I really feel like that is when the transformation started to happen. And when I was able to get away from that relationship, I started seeing a Christian counselor with immediately, like within a week. And, um, and then I moved a couple of months later and I just really sat in my new place with all my new surroundings and new decorations. And, and it was the biggest um, apartment I've ever had and was able to just soak in and thank God, praise him for every little single thing that I owned, I was able to walk away from my life because I thought for sure he was going to kill me at some point. And I was just able to just be in such a deep gratitude in a different way than I'm, I've ever been before. And it was almost like you do see on TV and the movies, like you drop to your knees and just thank him with the most every fiber of your being of your soul just pouring into him. And that's really how I spent months, even some years where I would just do that on a daily basis and just be in awe of how he delivered me from the depths of what I call my own personal hell was literally the first 34 years of my life and how it completely is different, how I'm completely different, how everything around me is different, how my family transformed. It's, it's, it's literally a miracle. I love it, Shay. And this is why I wanted to bring this topic up today, because it's just not talked about. You know, there's a lot of books on the power of praise. You hear about praise in terms of worship, music worship, things like that. But you know what? Praising God in the storm truly takes our eyes off us and puts it on him and creates a dependency that I think really pleases God. And he really, that's when we can really begin to build our relationship with him and admission that we need him. Right. And I, you know, I just think that it's so, um, uh, so powerful and profound. Um, I, you know, I also believe that praise brings us to a place of humility I mean, God is definitely above all of our circumstances. And in the Bible, it shares in Psalms. I don't know if you read the Psalms much. I do. It's wonderful. It's uplifting. And in Psalms 95 to 3, it says, Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. 
Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. And I think sometimes it's difficult. It's difficult to relinquish that control. It's difficult to say, oh, I messed up, you know, or I made a poor choice or, you know, you feel out of control, you know, especially with what we're experiencing right now with COVID, right? And just to give everything over and turn it over to him. I mean, just because strong people, you know, they always have a plan of action or they have, and sometimes there's just, this just doesn't work. Sometimes you really have to lean into your faith. And I think that's when God can do his best work. So he obviously did that with you as you've shared. I'd love to hear, were there any praise and worship songs um, that really ministered to you too during that time? And it's so precious that you share that. Absolutely. So I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Mandisa. I love her too. Uh, yeah, she's one of my favorites. I've seen her a couple of times at concerts and, and she's just a, a blessing for this world. And so I love her, several of her songs and I, I have, I had to look them up just to make sure I had the right titles. And one of them is uh, Stronger. One of them is Unfinished uh, and Overcomer. Oh, that Overcomer song is so oh, awesome. Yes. And the stronger song for me also was when I was in the depths of, of trying to heal, I feel like that song got me through because I knew that I could, there was something greater on the other side, just like there's something greater on the other side of this life of heaven. There's something greater on the other side of this trauma that I was walking through. And so uh, stronger really helped me with that. And, and also the song, good morning that she does. It's, it's not necessarily, it's, it's kind of an uplifting beat song, but um, at one point at one concert, she had everybody do a, a dance to it that you had to learn before you went to the concert. So I was just beautiful to be able to like have a crowd of, you know, 5,000, 6,000, I don't know, five to 10,000 people doing the same dance to good morning, <laughs> even though it was, at, it was, even though it was at night, you know, it was just a really amazing experience. So I love her. Where, where was that concert? It was actually at a concert in uh, a, a church in Raytown. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think so, it was, like, I think it was uh, probably 2000, mm, 2009, 2010. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, unfortunately we can't play music, you know, like that because of the copyright laws and everything, or we could have maybe coordinated something where we could hear some of her music, but I don't know her music well enough to sing a few bars but i i can tell you that i listen to a variety of music and her music that overcomer song i know i've listened to it um i just can't re- you know remember exactly all the words but thank you for sharing that because i think praise and worship music is also very powerful you know especially when we're in the depths you know, we, we feel like we're, we're really struggling, we're, we're drowning, things like that. I think it's very uplifting because praise is also around what we hear in some of the lyrics and things like that, too, in music. What I've also found is that sometimes praising God, it's hard when you start off mm-hmm. doing it. You know, I'm, I'm not going to tell people that it's always the easiest thing to do because it 
like you said, it takes time to get there. And there's a surrender that has to happen. But I have found during times when I've struggled that, and especially in the uncertainty uh, of through COVID and other setbacks I've had and divorce and, you know, career, you know, disappointments and my health. And, you know, I have found that I could fall into a funk of really becoming very much a pity party for myself. And then when I reflect and I think back on what God sacrificed for us through his son, Jesus Christ, and the pain that Jesus endured for me, for my sins, who I am just not worthy, and the martyrs and those that have gone before us, you know, who've given much and sacrificed much because they, you know, they felt that that was what they needed to do. And that was a calling. And I, I will say that the Bible says in Psalms 35, 28, that, and my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. And reflect back on when Paul and Silas, you know, Paul was, he was going through so much, you know, in prison when he was captured and all he ever wanted to do was just share who Christ was and what Christ did for him, taking him out of the depths of hell that he was in and to bring life to people in, you know, that didn't know him. And he was so misunderstood like Jesus was. And so, you know, the Bible tells stories of, you know, how praise has really um, changed circumstances um, in lives of those that, you know, leaned into it. And obviously your story, my stories, as difficult as they have been, when I engaged Jesus Christ or started thanking and praising God in the storm of what's going on and knowing that by faith, things will work out the way they are meant to be for God's glory, that changed changes so much and it really does change the dynamics and it has for me so you know you gave examples of how you've seen praise make a difference um are there other areas where you know of recent or just you know going through this last year that you've seen some some changes as a result of engaging your faith in you know praising god through your through difficulties so back in March, I was shut, my business was shut down for eight weeks. And in week six, um, I have a book as well, a book by myself, but the Firestarters book, I work with a self-publishing company. And in week six, um, my book coach and I were talking and he said, have you ever considered facilitating your own co-author book? And that's kind of how Firestarters kind of uh, really yeah. started. And when I got off the phone within five minutes, I had everything that, you know, my brain just whew, like, literally, I just had all this explosion in my brain. And I just took all these notes and I had the cover of the book made in, in five minutes. And I just prayed about it and was like, okay, God, what do you want me to do with this? Um, and how do you want me to move forward? Because I have ideas a lot. And sometimes that they're not for me. Sometimes they're just for me to pass on to someone else. And so I 
prayed about it and um, he gave me direction and I partnered with um, a friend of mine uh, and it's actually my roommate in Washington, D.C. And so I partnered with her and before every meeting that we have, before uh, we meet with um, each other, well, before Mm -hmm. we get started with each other or Mm -hmm. before we interview any co-authors, we pray. And we pray that, you know, God brings us the right people. It's not about, for us, it's not about, um, you know, making money, even though it is a business. It's about really allowing people to connect with us, whoever God designed to connect with us. And so we are not only thanking him for, you know, being able to be in the position that he gave. I mean, this is from him. This isn't from me. You know, yeah. The vessels that he works through is is how we is how I pray about it, and then the next thing is is that you know we are open to whoever 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 that person that comes our way you know and you know really just maintaining that friendship relationship whether they're in the book or not you know it's it's not about but also allowing us to be the catalyst to help them in their business and really help promote them and market them through a way that really feels like it's honoring God through them, if that makes yes. sense. Yeah. Yes, it does. And I love that. And there's so many things as we're talking and going through my head in terms of thanking and praising God. This is such a season of thankfulness, right? We have so much to be grateful for. Honestly, I know it's been hard for Americans to struggle with all that we've encountered. We, we just haven't had to struggle the way we've had to struggle in 2020. And you know what? Um, there's people who have had to struggle and have existed in that forever. Um, you and I both have gone through a variety of struggles. God's brought us through. He keeps bringing us. We got to shine our light for him. And all I know is when I go before the throne of God with thankfulness, it is so powerful. This year especially, you know, I know it's hard to thank God for, you know, losing your job. Or to thank God for having, you know, struggles with COVID, you know, being getting COVID or not feeling well or having a loved one who passed away or, you know, those things are, are difficult, right? They're difficult. But there are some benefits that I found um, in praise. I mean, it, it invites God into our present. It pays the way for his power to be displayed and miracles to happen. And they do. They do. Not always, but if it is the will of God, they do. And the Bible also has scripture in the Old Testament, specifically around the story of just, I always cannot pronounce this, his name, just, just, just about Jessica or whatever people are probably like, ah, <laughs> but I, it's, it's a really good story of what God did as a result of those that were praising him through this difficult um, time where people were trying to kill them uh, and God came in and rescued them. And so that, that God comes in in so many different ways in our lives. You know, it may not be to be a rescuer per se like that, but I have found that even when I'm praising God in the midst of warfare, and I do believe there's a great warfare, evil versus good. And so I fa- have found that I have encountered that 
And so the enemy flees when you put God on the throne. And that is what I found because in my opinion, it is obedience and it is what God really wants us to be doing in terms of our dependence on him as believers, you know, when we go through difficult things. So I also think we have to look up and open our mouths and sing. And so Shay, you know, as we continue to talk about this, I'd like to just ask if you have any other additional words and closing words that you think would be ministering that would be helpful to someone that's listening today that really needs to be uplifted um, during this this season. Mm. Well, uh, what is, I feel like God um, whispered to me minutes ago when you mentioned the word humility. Let's talk about that word for a minute, humility. It's, to me, it stems in a couple of different words, humble, mm-hmm. humbleness, and humanity. And at 16, when, uh, and 15 years old, I, at 15 years old, I was drinking daily. And at 16, I'd slowed down a little bit before I got the DUI, but I hadn't slowed down enough. And weirdly, I was thinking about the word humble at 16 years old. And when I got the DUI the next morning, I was like, I get it, God, this is what humble means. It means being humiliated. Mm-hmm. And when you are humiliated, that allows your ego, if you want to call it that, you to surrender that. So to surrender to God, so you can have develop humility. Mm-hmm. Yes. And in doing so, you realize the more that is, I'll say, piled on you, (laughs) the more that you go through and you have to become humble because you're humiliated or you possibly could be humiliated. You see the, the humility in yourself. You are able to surrender. You're able to let go of control. And you are also able to see the humanity, not only in yourself, but in other people. And you're also able to see where they are having issues with control, that they are not willing to surrender. And that gives you an opportunity, at least from my perspective uh, as a coach, but also as a, as, a, as a human on this planet, it gives you an opportunity to pray for that person because they might not see that that's what's happening, that they're trying to control the situation, trying to, con- you know, take over what God may already have planned for them. And I am so guilty <laughs> in this where I know I am a doer. I am a make things happen, get things done kind of person. And there are many times where God will clear my schedule like this last weekend and it goes, and I don't know the exact verse, so I, I'm not going to uh, screw it up, but it is be still. Yes, be still and know that I'm oh. God. It's pretty simple <laughs> for you. <laughs> and that is literally what he will say to us sometimes is you have to be still, you have to rest. And, um, you know, in the, in the uh, summer, well, Memorial Day is the date that my brother passed away from COVID. And I had to be still. I am a constant mover and shaker and to have to go through two months of being still, going back to work for a week and then being still again. It was, it was very difficult for me. And yet I had to 
be humble and surrender and let go. And so um, my last piece of uh, words of, I wouldn't say advice, I wouldn't even say wisdom, words of experience is if you're going through something right now and you're listening to this and you're going through something and you think, I'm, I just can't figure it out. I just got to get it done. I just need the answer. I just need the next thing to happen. I'm going to, to challenge you and ask you to surrender. Surrender it to God. Pray about it. Um, thank him for his consideration for it. And thank him for whatever the outcome is, because the outcome is going to be in your best interest. Whether you see it as your best interest or not, he's going to make it your best interest. Yes. And friends, I, I can concur. What beautiful words, Shay. And I love that you speak your heart. You know, such a blessing. You're truly a blessing to many. And, you know, one thing I want to share in closing, too, is take the opportunity and be grateful for everything. Notice the little things. You know, there is an incredible video that was published years ago, and I'm going to share it on my timeline. I share it every year about this time, and it's on gratitude. And it, it gives you a perspective of getting up every day and being grateful, but being grateful for things that you might not have really seen. And it's the way you have to look and open your eyes to see things in the world and all around you, to really be grateful for each day that God has given you. So, you know, it, it, it's beautiful. Some people that have seen it are like, uh, you know, depending on, it hits me pretty, um, pretty emotionally. Um, and so, you know, I just think, you know, we're all ministered to differently from God in terms of what, you know, what really helps us keep us going, keeps us encouraged. I mean, thankfulness, gratitude, praise, all those things really do make a difference in how you go through your struggles and how you go through adversity. And I'm grateful that Shay could come on today, be my co-host. She could share and give her perspective. Um, I've shared a little on my perspective and uh, I thank those of you that are listening today. I hope you're blessed by this. And as we wrap up, friends, I have a couple of things I wanted to share. Uh, first and foremost, um, I put this out on social media, but I've got a couple of Dorinthia Nemeth. You might not be able to see this because of my virtual image. Um, well, there, there are a couple of donated books, too. And, I, and Shay's got a book out there, Your Voice Matters, as well. I'm always... Um, grateful to our guests for their time, for what they extend, you know, for what they donate. Uh, it's all about that to be able to help us as we continue to grow as a ministry and also continue to reach and transform lives. Because we're not only reaching women, we're, we're reaching men too. And I've had a lot of men say, oh, I wish I could tell my story <laughs> or, you know, I think there is a need. Storytelling is so compelling and it makes us relatable. It's time to listen to my next bonus episode of Mima Moments, hosted by Sandy Williams. Hi, y'all. I'm Sandy Williams. 
Board Vice President for Altered Stories Ministry, and this is Meemaw's Moments. I will be sharing stories about being a Meemaw, which is the name my grandkids gave me, the sweetest of all my names. I keep my grandkids almost every day, and I hope to share some fun stories that we've experienced, as well as lessons I've tried to teach, all scattered with biblical principles. I'll share lessons learned that I try to translate from my Texas-based childhood and Southern ancestors to my grandchildren's lives today. When my grandchildren came, I purposed to be the same good example to them as my grandparents were for me, to be there for them, to love them like I was loved, and teach them about Jesus, family, and our strong country values, and maybe some good old country music. I believe we are responsible for generations after us. I want my grandkids to know my parents and my grandparents and our strong country values through me. Today's segment is called Thankful in All Things. Oops, the ketchup bottle slipped out of my hands again. Okay, that was twice in a row. Thank you, just thank you. I'm talking to myself out loud in my kitchen and my granddaughter came around the corner to see what all the commotion was about. Why do you keep saying thank you, Meemaw? Who are you talking to? I started laughing at the question, as well as myself, as the memory of who taught me that and why came back to me. Crash bang. Thank you. Crash bang. Thank you. I'm not sure how many times my granddaddy re-rinsed those dishes. He was working in the kitchen at my sandwich shop and back then we were still washing dishes by hand. The drain board was slanted at a pretty steep angle, and if not stacked just right, the dishes would just slide back into the rinse water. He was retired by the time I took ownership of the restaurant, and he loved to come and help us. As he worked on those dishes, he talked to himself, and we could hear him saying, thank you, often. I finally asked my mama, who also worked with us, why does he say thank you every time something goes wrong back there? She smiled and said, because you're supposed to be thankful in everything. I learned a valuable lesson that day and began putting into practice saying thank you out loud, especially when things don't go well. And as funny as my grandkids think I am for talking to myself, they know that I'm always thankful. In the New King James, the word of our Lord says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. That's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18. As we struggle through an unprecedented time in our history, I pray over all of my family, friends, and loved ones. May 2020 bring you a most blessed Thanksgiving. I am thankful for each and every one of you. Until next time, Meemaw says, Wherever you go, Go with all your heart. Until the next show, be heard and be 
Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based, nonprofit, and women's evangelistic storytelling ministry located in Overland Park, Kansas. If you enjoyed listening to today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of women all over the world, too. So please, subscribe to our show and share the link to this podcast. Share it on your social media. We also welcome your valued feedback on our stories. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories and welcome your tax-exempt financial donation. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, you can log on to our website at www.alteredstories.org. 